This is the Lost Start of Communication, hosted by Molly and Trisha. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Lost Start of Communication podcast. Today, we're going to bring everything back to basics and talk about the most important element of communication, and that is communicating with kindness. We will discuss ways that we can be more kind in our day-to-day interactions, both with strangers as well as people that we know. And this is such a huge thing at all times, but particularly right now when everyone is very stressed and anxious and we can all do our part to make the world a better, happier place by being a bit more kind in all of our interactions. Yeah, there's a lot going on in the world. <laughs> a lot, a lot, a lot. It's been, you know, kind of a tough week for me. Um, just my head's been in the news a lot and thinking about everything. And I we had we had thought about this topic previously, but I'm really happy we're doing this because kindness is the root of all things and it's going to fuel our communication in a way that makes everyone feel good. Our past couple episodes, I kept on feeling like I was bringing up this concept of being kind. And so we just thought, hey, let's actually talk about it in one full episode because it it does hold so much importance. Yeah. And when we are more kind in our communication, that's what really fosters connection. We bond with people when we feel loved and accepted. And it's very easy in our day to day for us to get caught in our own anxieties and our own frustrations and take that out on other people inadvertently. So really what we want to talk about today is how to bring awareness to the way that we are interacting with others to make sure that we are being as kind as possible. Sometimes that will be challenging. Life is not all butterflies and roses and there are times when we're upset and so we just want to be upset and of course there are times when that's appropriate but a lot of the time even just erring on the side of more kind than not is going to make the interaction more successful. People respond better when the person they are talking to is sweet and interacts with them in a positive manner. And so usually the conversations will be a lot more productive and efficient and healthy if both parties ideally are being kind to one another. I was just thinking about times in my week or my day when I'm the least kind and the times when I'm the least kind are when I'm in my car, when I'm behind my shield of, I am just a Honda Civic. I'm not Molly. I'm not a human. I'm just a car. I can be mean. I can be rude. I can cut people off. I can honk. And the times when I catch myself, like, cause I get in a I don't, Trisha, you've driven with me. I get very aggressive and mean. Um, (laughs) So when I'm driving, it's so much easier to be this aggressive, mean person. But the other day I was driving and was laying on my horn and honking and tailgating because I'm super safe. But right when I was turning the corner, I saw the person that I was honking at. It was this little old lady and she looked so scared. And I was like, oh my goodness, I'm a horrible person. This is so bad. And it made me just think about if I had been 
walking in line and that was the person in front of me, I would have never, ever yelled at her or got up on her butt and been like, move faster, lady, if we were thinking of each other as humans versus like things. So one point I want to bring up that we didn't talk about, Trisha, it just came to my brain, (laughs) but being kind first starts out with remembering that everybody's a human. It's so much easier to forget that piece over the internet or behind your vehicle, like the guard of your vehicle or the guard of your computer. But it's so important to remember that everybody is a human and everybody deserves kindness. So I have a few thoughts on that. First is, it's really funny that you bring that up because when I was brainstorming for this episode, I thought about road rage and how I have never understood it. (laughs) with me in the car and she knows I'm a very patient driver to the point that sometimes people get annoyed driving with me because I am so patient I will let other people go I don't care if people cut in front of me like unless I really got somewhere to be but for the most part I just don't understand why people yell at people in the car and I remember one time listening to a podcast that Oprah was hosting and she said she was driving and someone flicked her off because of something that happened and she thought her initial reaction was wow they must be having a really bad day and I was like oh my gosh someone who understands me because I like yes if someone did that to me I would probably get a little defensive and be like what did I do and feel really bad but I would never do that to someone else because to me it just seems so pointless to do that, but I understand that emotions flares. I'm glad you had that realization, Molly. Another thought I had when you were talking, why is it that when you saw it was an old lady in the car, you felt bad versus had you seen some other person? What if it wasn't an old lady? What if it was a 22-year-old guy? Would you still have felt bad? I think because of the person I saw in the car, I was able to perspective take different situations where it wasn't okay. It's never okay to tailgate and yell at people. (laughs) But when I saw her, the visual that I saw, I could perspective take a lot and like related a lot to my mother or grandmother who might be having, you know, vision problems or might be just feeling tense behind the wheel because they're not comfortable. And it just made me create a story in my brain that made me feel bad. Yeah. But I think, and not to pick on you for that, I'm glad you shared that example, but it's a great reminder that everyone, like you were saying earlier, everyone's human. Everyone deserves to be treated with kindness, not just the vulnerable people, not just the old ladies on the road. Everyone deserves to be treated with kindness. And of course, if someone disrespects us, then we can get into how to handle that situation. But for overall, kind demeanor and communication assume the best out of everyone. There's no reason that only the old lady needs to be treated well compared to everyone else. Of course, we want to do certain things, go out of our way to make sure more vulnerable populations feel extra good, but there's no reason we can't be just as kind to that other population. That makes me just spiral in my brain a lot and have lots of thoughts in a good way. But Thinking about it, I think because I was able to picture that lady as someone in my immediate life, I was able to relate more. 
But that's a lot of the work that we have to do behind the scenes is working on being able to perspective take people we don't have immediate relationships with. Bringing a lot about like what's going on in the news right now too to my brain. But like just because we don't have a relationship or know somebody who looks like that or feels like that doesn't mean we can't be kind to them just because we can't quote unquote relate to them. Right. And so making sure that we remember that everybody is a human and everybody has a life that makes us use more of that kindness inside of us towards other people. Any person. Yeah. That is a huge point. We're more likely to be kind to people that we like. When we think about the people that we don't like, that it's easier to be rude or off-putting or whatever, or aggressive. But if we remember... Or even people that we are familiar with, too. Not even that we like. I think just that we're familiar with and have experiences with. Yeah. Versus, so, but if we remember that in some way, shape, or form, even strangers are connected with us and we don't know their backstory. Maybe they look like a totally healthy young individual and maybe they're actually battling cancer or something else that you don't know about. Or maybe that's the exact same type of cancer that your mother has. And that really, if you knew that would change the way that you interacted with that person. But what we're trying to say is you don't necessarily need to know that you don't have to wait to get that information in order to be kind to someone. We should err on the side of always being kind, assuming the best in people. And then if something happens and you need to express yourself in a way that is more assertive or whatever, then we can still balance that with kind have kindness. We're not saying to use politeness in a sugar-coated way all the time. We still want to be authentic, but there's no reason to be less than kind. And so also we mentioned that this might happen more with strangers, but I think I actually am least kind talking to people I'm most comfortable with. It is easy for me to snap at my mother, even though I love her dearly. It's easy for me to snap at Molly, even though I love her dearly, because I know that she'll forgive me. I'm not worried about her judging me. I can be 100% totally myself around her. Definitely has its place and it's good to be able to do that. But if I am doing so to the point that it hurts Molly or it's unkind and aggressive and I'm taking out my frustrations on her in a way that is not productive, that's when I need to take a step back and think, okay, how could I have checked my emotions and handled this situation a little bit better? Yeah, that brings up a point we've brought up in a lot of previous episodes too, is check in with yourself. How are you feeling going into a conversation? Where is your state of mind? Because I've definitely been in that situation too, Trisha, when I've talked to somebody that I know has that, I I have more permission from them, it feels like. And so sometimes I will notice that I'm in a bad mood. I'll notice that I'm not in a place to like have a conversation with this person, but I'll go into it anyway, because I'm like, heck, why the heck not? They're going to forgive me anyway. It's a good, you know, um, punching bag. Let's do it. And it's, that's not the way to go into things. And so checking in with yourself, your feelings, your emotions, and then realizing what implications that could have on the communication partner you're talking to. Yeah. So to give this an example, because I know all of this probably feels 
very theoretical. And when Molly and I traveled together to Peru, I remember there was one day, and I don't even remember the details of the argument, but I just like snapped at her. I was like, I hate when you do that. And she's like, what? <laughs> I had no idea. <laughs> just like this whole, and it, it, we ended up both being really short with each other and making these like really snide remarks. And of course, because we love each other and we were together and we were going to be together for the next few days and we care about our relationship. We made sure to talk it out. We really hashed it out and said, when you said this, I felt this. And then I said this because I was feeling this way and we were able to get through it and work through the conversation. But if that didn't happen, if that follow up conversation to remediate the conflict didn't happen, that could have really seriously damaged our relationship. So sometimes being kind doesn't necessarily mean never having a bad moment, never accidentally snapping. Of course, we want to prevent those as much as possible, but it's going to happen. Being kind also means having a dose of humility to say, that was wrong of me. I wasn't in a good place. I could have handled that a lot better. Here's where I was coming from so that we know how to handle this in the future. But that is an act of kindness in and of itself, is apologizing and recognizing where you went wrong. Or it was it is also kind if you are on the other end, let's say someone snapped at you, rather than letting that fester and cause you to resent them, it is actually an act of kindness to tell them, hey, that really bothered me when you spoke to me that way. I would like to talk about how you're feeling. I am sorry if I upset you, but I didn't know what I did wrong. So can we please talk about it? So don't think that being quote unquote kind means being a doormat and never speaking up for yourself. Absolutely not. Being kind means exercising your communication in a way that is going to foster the most growth for your relationship. Yes, all of that. I am a big proponent of reducing the likelihood of passive aggressive behaviors. We did a whole episode on that. You can listen to. Um, and if you're not being kind in sharing the breakdown of the situation, how you felt, what you need, then there's going to be more moments in the future of not kindness, of being short, being mean, being passive aggressive. And I think that is a huge misconception that could be construed from this episode is, oh yeah, just be nice all the time. Be a doormat. Let everyone, you know, whatever you have to perspective, take and understand that everyone has feelings too. So you never get to share yours and you never get to be angry, but no, that's not what we're saying. Share your emotions, share what you feel and share what you need. That is also being kind to, like Trisha said, foster and build the relationship up. Yeah. I actually had an experience the other day where I had been asked a question. And in my response, I was very, not necessarily rude, but I didn't give a lot of thought into what I was saying. So my boss asked for us all in a group meeting to share something with the company or with our current job that we were dissatisfied with. And the way that I delivered my response, I didn't put any thought into it because I wasn't expecting the question, but that's still no excuse. I should have taken a moment to figure out how to word it. Instead, I was just like, this bothered me and I don't like it. And like, maybe not in that aggressive of a tone, but in a way that caused some conflict and it hurt other people's feelings. And it really, in hindsight, could have been delivered in so much more of an effective way. 
it's important that I shared it because then we were able to have a conversation around it and remediate that problem. And I know it won't be a conflict again. However, my delivery made all the difference. And had I just said, okay, I'm, yes, I'm frustrated by this, but I'm going to deliver it in a compassionate way with consideration to the other person's feelings, which can be challenging in the moment. So it's better to try to make this a habit in your day-to-day interactions so that in moments like that, where it really matters, you can really stop and think about how to do it. But that brings up a good point too, that it's not just the words that you're using. It's also the delivery. And what Trisha means by that is the tone of voice, your facial expressions, your nonverbals, um, maybe the story that's behind it, right? Like there's all of that that goes into communication, which Again, we've done another whole episode on, so go back and listen to that if you need more detail on what we're talking about. But a lot of it has to do with how you're delivering your message. You could be saying the words that you should be saying, but if you have a snarky tone, if your your face is not communicating kindness, then it might not be delivered in the way that you're wanting it to. Or maybe it is, and it's you know not the best way. Yeah. So one big point I want to make as far as a step you can take to communicate with kindness practice with strangers. So when you're in the grocery store and someone cuts you off with their cart or someone's doing something obnoxious, you could snap at them or you could smile and be polite. And I'm not saying again, just slap on a smile when you don't mean it and make it be fake, but think about really what is the use? What is the point of being overly aggressive and rude? If someone does something that bothers you and you don't know them and you're never going to see them again, keep in mind that you have no idea how their day was going. Maybe they were having a terrible day. Maybe they didn't mean to cut you off. Maybe they're thinking about the fact that their son just got in a car accident. Now they're on the way to the hospital and they have to pick up band-aids or whatever the case may be, but you have no idea. And even if maybe they're just not a nice person, probably not the case. There's probably something deeper going on. Generally assume people are nice, but you reacting negatively is only going to hurt yourself. It's if, so I was in the grocery store recently and these two women were in the section that I needed to be. And I could have said, excuse me, so that I could get to the items that I wanted. However, neither of the women were wearing masks and Right now we're in the middle of a pandemic and I felt uncomfortable getting too close to them. They were deep in conversation in Spanish and I just didn't want to interrupt them. So for me, it was more kind to just wait a moment than to butt in and say, excuse me, because I know that since I was uncomfortable and annoyed by the fact that they weren't wearing masks, I probably would have been kind of rude. I might have taken it out on them. And I don't know their situation. I don't know their lives. And so it was better for me to just say, I can't control their behavior. So it's going to be more kind for me to just wait for them to leave. And they went left after a minute or two and it was fine. I carried on about my day. One really funny experience I had once just thinking about this word, excuse me, here in the South where I live, people say, excuse me all the time. 
I used to live in New York City. And I remember one time walking through a crowd in Times Square and I really had to be somewhere and it was very, very crowded. And so these two women were walking so slowly in front of me. And so I I said, excuse me. And I thought it was in a very polite and kind, sweet tone. It was just like, excuse me. And then I walked past them. And then I heard the woman behind me say, "Ah, excuse me. I was like, oh, okay. And then they were like talking about me and I just kept going because I had somewhere to be. But I was so confused. It's like, I literally said, excuse me. But all I could infer from that was that lady's going through something or she's not happy. I was trying to do the polite thing. And so sometimes we have to remember that our acts of kindness might not be meant with the reaction that we hope for, but that doesn't mean we should stop doing it. Because the more we do it, that's going to encourage other people to be kinder to us. Had I just shoved the lady out of the way, (laughs) I have no idea what I would be terrified to see the reaction then. But at least by trying to do the polite thing, all she could do was talk about me behind my literal back. Now all I can picture is... If you guys don't know Trisha, just Trisha shoving somebody just makes me crack up so much. (laughs) Oh Oh my gosh, I'm crying. Okay, (laughs) on that point, um, I was just thinking about too how when I am being kind to others, it is such a positive reinforcement to see what happens when you are kind to others too. So I've been going on a lot of walks. We're in quarantine right now. Um, And when I go on walks or hikes around where I am, I've been making a really big point to say hi to everyone I pass because I'm trying to perspective take. We're all in shelter in place. It has been a long time since we've been in shelter in place. It is getting old. (laughs) I feel like probably everyone's over it. So what I'm trying to do on my walks and hikes is say hi to everybody. And like Trisha said, sometimes... (laughs) people just look at me and walk past him and I'm like, Oh, all right. Hi was too much for you today. All right. (laughs) But other times I see their faces light up and they just beam and they're like, hi. And it's just such a boost of, you know, I can't think of the neurotransmitter, but it's such a boost of happiness for me to see how others feel when I communicate with kindness because I'm perspective taking first step that everyone's going through some hard times right now. I don't know what else they're going through too. Second, um, I'm trying to think about what I would want in that situation. I would want someone to say hi to me too. So I'm trying to do that more. And 75% of the time it's responded. It, I get a reaction that's, you know, positive and it makes me feel good. And it makes me want to do it again and again. It's kind of like, when we get positively reinforced with it, we do it more and it gets a good habit going. And then you never know, those people you smiled at might start smiling at other people on their walks too. And this is how we can start a positivity pandemic, a kindness pandemic. But again, I just want to reinforce, don't take it personally if things don't go your way. I know relatively recently I was taking a walk and I was just so caught up in my own thoughts and what I was going through, this person like smiled and waved at me. And I didn't even know, I didn't even realize till I was almost past them. And then I was like, Oh, and I like smiled and backtracked. But it was, I realized I probably came across as such a jerk to them. I didn't smile back, but I just, I didn't even phase me. So I hope that that person didn't take offense to it because I really didn't mean it. 
personally. It really had everything to do with me, nothing to do with them. Of course, I can now be more cognizant of there's a person there. Let me pull myself out of my thoughts and smile for a moment. But all of that is to say, just because sometimes the kindness efforts aren't reciprocated, don't stop. Please don't stop because you never know what nice thing you do is going to rub off on someone else and make them do a nice thing to, to yet another person. And this is how we can all do our parts. And like Molly said, it makes us feel good. There's being rude just makes you have a bad day. Doesn't no one ever said, I feel so much better because I snapped at that lady at the store today. Yeah. I'm the person that ruminates on that for the rest of the day. Like, oh, except for tailgating. I don't ruminate on that. But if I am rude to somebody, an old lady. yeah, exactly. Right. Um, but if I am rude to somebody, I do ruminate on it a lot and think, oh, that was not my best self. I feel really bad about that. But when I'm kind, I, I do feel good about myself and it makes me feel like I'm doing something to help another person have a better day, hopefully. And to your point, Trisha, of not letting it get to you, I am definitely that person who lets it get to me if somebody doesn't respond to kindness. So funny story, when I was on a hike the other day, I was like, I'm going to say hi to every single person that passes me. And then I kept track of people that didn't say hi back. And I was like, oh, how rude. And that's just making me think a lot. Like I am very, very guilty of taking those responses personally when they're not responding back. So something that I'm taking away from this episode is perspective take on, you know, other people. What were they doing? Maybe they were really deep in thought and trying to figure out how to make money for their family because they just lost their job because of the pandemic. Who knows? Maybe they were enjoying the nature a lot. That's not my place. But the fact that I, I'm still going to keep saying hi to people and still communicate with kindness because it still makes me feel good. Molly, you just inspired my takeaway for this episode. My takeaway is going to be keep track this week for one week. Keep track of the number of experiences you have where people are kind to you or where you're kind to another person. Keep track of the positive exchanges, the positive interactions. Of course, we can always learn from the negative ones, but if we start ruminating on the fact that, oh my gosh, this person wasn't kind to me, that's not going to make us want to go out of our way and be kind to someone else. So of course, we're all wired to have a natural negativity bias, so it makes sense why, Molly, you were ruminating on that. But if instead you shift that and think, I got three out of 20 people to smile at me today, and change that to, I got three people to smile at me today. That's three more than you would have had if you didn't try versus focusing on the 17 that didn't, which isn't productive or healthy at all. So my takeaway is keep track, keep active track of the number of acts of kindness that either you do for someone else or that someone else does for you. Yeah. My takeaway is when you are out, try and say hi to at least one person on your time out. We're not going out very much depending on where you live, but you know, if you're out and you interact with a cashier or someone on the street, you know, anything like that, try and say hi. Great. Thank you so much for listening. Please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Lost Art of Communication. Email us at lostartofcommunication at gmail.com if you have any questions, thoughts, concerns, or if you would like to be a guest on our podcast. Part of communication is connecting with strangers, and we are looking forward to really starting to interview a ton more people on the show. So if you have 
a guest in mind, an idea for a guest, or if you like to talk and would like to chat with us, we would be more than happy to talk to you. And if you enjoyed the episode, please share it with someone so that they can practice acts of kindness as well. And if you feel so inclined, we would love it if you could leave a rating and review on iTunes or whatever platform you use, because that helps other people find the show. Thank you very much. Yeah, we work hard on this stuff and we really appreciate your feedback. So it sounds like a lot, but thank you so much for all that you guys do to support us.